let's walk and talk. Is flat work important? It's a very good question. Before we answer this question, let's have a little bit of whiskey. I know you can't see that there's whiskey in here, but there is. It's one of my awesome new cups um, on, the, on the website, walking and talking. Um, this is Knob Creek Single Barrel Reserve 9-year, 120 proof. So I think it's a little bit more premium selected um, barrels from Knob Creek because their general risk is seven, nine year aged anyway. So it's a higher proof and the single barrel would just make me think that they picked certain barrels that work better. Um, it does not say a batch size, which is good in a way because if it's a single barrel reserve and the batch size is 500 bottles, barrel doesn't contain 500 bottles of whiskey. So, um, oh, interesting. On the side, it says Knob Creek Single Barrel Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey Small Batch. So it's Single Barrel Reserve Small Batch. I get... Okay, look. What I think they did is they took a... They chose a certain number of barrels that they felt were worth, you know, that were better. Because some barrels are just better than others, even if they have the same spirit on the inside. Um, and they selected those and they blended those together to make a more special. And they only proofed it to, you know, 120 proof or 60%. Um, but it's not a single barrel bottle, like where there's only, you know, 150 to 180 bottles total. Um, so it's a, just a nice, but let's, let's taste it. So it, it's a little bit of a richer Knob Creek that I'm used to. Knob Creek kind of has a dryness to it. Um, a little bit of a smokiness for, for bourbon. You know what I would say? It, it is a. It is definitely Knob Creek. So if you know and you like Knob Creek, you're going to like this. This is definitely smoother on the palate. It's less astringent on the palate. Um, it is significantly... There's less tannin on the palate as well. You know, that's what gives you less astringency. Um, but it, it gives you, you know... There's butterscotch, caramel, vanilla, all of those in strong degrees that you would expect from a Knob Creek. All right. Let's get to... Let's get to flat work. Is flat work important? I think that's the wrong question. Um, you know, a lot of people find flat work boring. I was one of those um, when I was younger. And honestly, the more I was taught and the more I learned and the more I was capable of, the more interesting flat work became to me. Um, but... Again, I think, is it important, is a good question. But more than that, how is it important? Because I think it's important, different than you might think. So for someone like me, I'm a show jumper. I want to jump in shows over jumper courses. So the flat work is all about preparing for the show ring. It is not an end in itself. So there is nothing that is required for me to do on the flat exercise-wise. 
if I was a dressage rider, that would be different. My flat work is more or less an extension of my performance work. If you're a rainer, a cross-country rider, a trotter, whatever you are, the flat work is to get you to prepare you and your horse for what the real job is. Back to show jumping, my real job is to jump. But the flat work has critical things it does. It is fitness for you and your horse. Your horse needs to be fit and you need to be fit to be able to perform at the show. Um, the flat work also has to provide the horse the good flat work makes a horse sounder. So you need to use your flat work to improve soundness in horses. You do this by doing certain exercises or not doing certain exercises, depending on your horse. And finally, flat work is there to give rideability for you in whatever the goal is for your horse. If you're a trail rider, and you just you just you have a horse you ride on trails, it probably doesn't matter if you could do a leg yield, I would argue. But if you ride dressage, it really matters if you can leg yield. So one of the big misconceptions, especially in jumping, I'm sure it's similar in other disciplines as well, but I don't have experience in those, is there's this huge myth that you need to be able to do certain exercises on the flat to jump successfully. That is wrong. An example, my mare Kalinka. I have never done a leg yield with her. I've never done a shoulder in, half pass. I have never practiced any kind of lateral work at all yet we can jump clear in five star my point is flat work is essential for the reasons i just spoke about but particular exercises are not because again flat work is preparing you and your horse for the show ring i don't half pass in a show ring so if I can navigate these courses clear that my flat work is doing its job. Even if I can't do a half pass, who cares? If you're jumping clear, your horse is fit and your horse is sound because of good flat work. Now, what I will say is if I'm having an issue on course, let's say I'm having an issue in collecting lines, getting the stride collected enough for the second fence. Well, I will go to my flat work to fix it. And I'll work on collections. I will talk to my vets and see if there's any biomechanical reason that's holding the horse back from compressing and pushing the hind end under their body. And then I'll do certain exercises at the trot or the canter using poles as well to improve my ability to collect on course. But if I can collect on course and it works perfectly fine, I'm not going to hammer away at that on the flat. 
I know some writers do that and that's their way and that's that's fine. For me, there's a very important balance with horses of keeping them fit and fresh and also going too far with exercises, getting mentally tired. You know, not physically, but mentally. Think of, you know, a two-hour maths lecture. At the end of it, you're mentally tired. And I think that's an important consideration. I don't practice things with my horses unless it's an issue in the ring. I understand when you're learning, it is important to learn how to do a leg yield so that if the need arises, you can do it. If your horse, if, if your new horse is a little bit challenging with the lead shapes, it's important to have background so that you're able to help it and teach it. But if your horse is doing lead changes on course, I don't hammer away on the flat. That's stupid. The other thing flat work does is when you get to practice on the flat, then if you do it correctly, it gives you the knowledge and the confidence that you can do it in the show ring. Whether you're jumping, dressage, venting, whatever horse discipline. And outside of whether the horse can do it, you knowing you can do it can be, is critical. And if you need that practice at home to believe you can do it in the ring, then do the flat work, but not to the point where it might mentally drain the horse or it might overwork the horse. Um, but it is important. If you have confidence, you know you can turn and do a certain turn. Yes. There, and you can do it and you've shown you can do it. There isn't necessarily reason to practice because it's not like you know car racing or something like that where you can practice over and over and over and over and over and over and over again and it doesn't really have an effect on the vehicle you're driving how you drive your car more or less doesn't affect it now i get it you wear tires out maybe brakes transmission a little bit of wear on the engine i get it but it's not the same as your horse you can teach bad habits to a horse. You can't teach a bad habit to a car. And it's very important that you walk a fine line with your flat work. But remember, flat work is about fitness, soundness, and rideability. If you have those things with your the flat work that you do do, who cares if you don't do a leg yield or you you don't you you can't do a half pass if that's not required for what you're training your horse to do who cares i know what i'm saying right now might be off-putting to some people and that's fine but when i'm at horse shows and i see 50 riders and all 50 of them are doing different flat work and not just because of the horses they're on when I see them week in and week out, and they have different styles of different flat work. Yet, all of them can be very successful on the day. Now, some are more successful than others, but not because their flat work has a converging style. That you know, The successful ones only do a certain type of flat work. No. There's all kinds of different flat work. And so, 
anyone who says that you need to do certain exercises to be successful in the ring, it's wrong. Like, just, just super wrong. It depends on your horse, and it depends on you, the rider. Because some riders can get a really good feel and teach a horse really well only doing certain exercises. Some riders use different other exercises. That is fine. Again, back to the main point. You've got to remember what flat work is there to do. And it's not just because you could do a half pass doesn't mean you could do something else. It might, but not always. And not, you know, hey, I can do a half pass. That means I can turn this way now. Nope. Super up. Remember, it's all about being effective. It's not just because I can do this exercise, then I can do this. No, no. You could do it without. I, as I said with Kalinka, I haven't done one piece of la lateral work in the four and a half years I've had her. Yet, we could still be successful. If I needed to do certain exercises to be successful, there's proof that that's wrong. Thank <laughs> you.